Hey, welcome back to another episode of On the Mic with Mike. I'm your host for this podcast, Mike, or Instructor Mike. You can find me on Facebook at Instructor Mike or Mike Brown. Just look for the picture, as my name is very common, with the firearms instructor on there. I'm out of Chicago, security training concepts. Go to MikeBrownsClass.com. All right, so on today's episode of today's podcast, we are going to talk about the situation that occurred in Asheville, North Carolina, where a 51-year-old white male named Stephen Ball, strike that, uh, David Bell, a 51-year-old man out of Black Mountain, North Carolina, is accused of assaulting a 12-year-old girl at the Asheville uh, Mall in an incident that was caught on video. I happened to see it in my video. People sent it to me both in my inbox as well as uh, posting it to my page. And I happened to view this video. I happen to view this video and we're going to talk about it because I think there's an interesting perspective, you know, and let me preface what I'm about to say in that one, I do have a plethora, a plethora of women in my family, both little girls and grown women. I also have three daughters myself and I love, I have four children in total, one son, he's the oldest and three daughters. Okay. I love my daughters. That having been said, I've also been the victim of a false arrest uh, for a uh, offense that involved a young lady where I then, you know, took my case to court and I was able to present a copious amount of evidence, both real and uh, demonstrative, you know, that was able to show that the arrest was false and that I was actually defending myself and I was subsequently found not guilty. And so being a criminal justice practitioner and being on the wrong side of a bad arrest, it really is a touchy subject for me, not touchy in that I'm emotional, but touchy in that I have intricate knowledge of not only the system, but the uh, unfairness of certain aspects of the system as it relates to uh, anything involving battery and anything, unfortunately, involving uh, women, you know. Um, So let's get to it. First of all, when you see the video, you, uh, because of course, people have probably uh, uh, prepped you to uh, know that this is going to be a punch, you are looking, and the video doesn't last that long, but you're looking for the punch to take place. You're looking for the, um, the punch to take place. And of course, because of the racial component of the actors involved in the situation, you know, anytime you mention white suspect or white person on black person, a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot of people, let's just quantify it a little bit differently. There are uh, some people, if not a lot of people, who automatically, even though they don't admit it, they automatically attribute it to being a racist situation. That is the problem in our society, but people are entitled to their opinions and our education. We are nothing more than the collection of our education thoughts, ideas, as uh, as based on our experiences in our lives. And so the people who have a racist narrative where all they think of is race, 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 this person is a racist, you know, uh, they really should examine themselves for not every situation involving a white person and a black person is racist. So when we look at the merits of what happened in this given situation, uh, and I'm going to go according to heavy.com, heavy.com, 
Um, it's a uh, obviously a media outlet online. And so uh, I'm going to kind of read from what was said on here and then we'll analyze it. So a 51-year-old white man was arrested Saturday after punching a black girl in the face during an incident outside of a mall in Asheville, North Carolina, authorities say. David Stephen Bell was caught on video striking the girl in the face with a punch, sending her to the ground at the Asheville Mall. David Bell was taken into custody by the Asheville Police Department and charged with assault on a female under the age of 12 and two counts of assault on a female, according to records and the Asheville Citizen Times. The girl was not taken to the hospital, police told the Citizen Times. Her exact age was not immediately known. Bell has been released from custody. He could not be reached for comment by Heavy, and it is not clear if he has hired an attorney. Video of the incident was posted on Instagram and Facebook on Saturday, and it quickly went viral on Sunday. The girl who was the, here we go, victim of the assault. So without even viewing the video and analyzing it, we automatically attribute or we automatically title this young girl as being the victim of the assault instead of analyzing the video. Luckily for me, having been a former cop, detective, criminal justice practitioner, uh, current instructor in both firearms and security, and having been on the wrong side of an arrest by an overzealous police officer, okay, and having fought my own case and been found not guilty, I'm able to have a unique perspective with regard to this. So let's get back to it. Here we go. The young girl who was the victim of the assault has not been identified and has not spoken out about what happened. The Asheville Mall said in a statement that the incident remains under investigation by police. And here are what you need to know about David Stephen Bell. So they have five facts. That's the title of the article. Five facts of what you need to know about David Stephen Bell. David Stephen Bell is seen in the video shoving the girl away from him before punching her in the face and knocking her out and down to the ground. Well, I am going to say that it is obvious that Heavy.com uh, has a narrative. They have a narrative or an agenda they want to push because if you watch the video from the beginning of the video, even though it does not show the entire incident, you begin to see that this man, white man, tall, big, who is identified as David Stephen Bell, walks out of the mall, okay, and is, it says something about break it up or something to that effect, which heavy com did acknowledge in their passage, as you're going to hear me read later on in this podcast or later on in a minute, okay? But they automatically go to the shove and they miss the fact that he was pushed first. And if you look at the video, you can see a large amount of young girls, okay? And arguably is somebody in a mask or something like that. It could be a guy or a girl, some other figures that are around, okay? This scene is at night. But we can say it's enough of them to constitute a large crowd. Some would argue that it's a mob. It depends on how you want to look at it. It also depends on the actions displayed by this crowd that would give one reason to believe that this crowd is a mob. OK, so we don't see them pushed. Uh, we don't see him pushed or people don't uh, focus on that. So I'm going to continue to read. David Stephen Bell can be seen in the video initially posted to Instagram by an unidentified person in an argument with a group of young girls outside the Asheville Mall. OK, and the video is posted to there. Um, you can also go to my page, Mike Brown, uh, on Facebook and see the video yourself. OK, you can go on YouTube as well. The incident occurred on Saturday, January 12th 
Belle is white and most of the girls in the video are black. It is not clear what occurred before the video started. In the video, Belle can be heard yelling to the girls to, quote, break it up, end quote. As the other girls yell at him, one can be heard asking, quote, who is he, end quote, okay? Bell, menacing, Bell walks menacingly at the girls and they appear to back off. One girl then pushes Bell in the back, barely shifting his balance. Now, I'm going to back up for a minute. First of all, he said, break it up. So who knows what was going on, right? But if a citizen, a grown man, comes out there and sees something that he appears to be uncouth behavior, negative behavior, societal behavior that we do not, or behavior that is contrary to what we in the majority of society believe should be acceptable behavior, going into the mall, controlling the volume of your voice, acting in a manner so as not to disrupt the peace and tranquility that people need to enjoy inside the mall, right? And you're acting in a manner that's contrary to that. Every person has the right. Every person has the right to say something about such behavior. So where have we gone in our society where we condemn someone who simply says, break it up? And the audacity of this person who said, who is he? This person does not have to have an official status. We all have a, a duty as citizens in any society to monitor, in essence, the behavior. I don't want to say a duty. Let me, let me uh, throw my words around a little bit. We all can participate in making sure that our society is one where we can all live and enjoy the rights that we have in the pursuit of happiness, liberty, and life, right? And that's part of the problem that we face in our society is because we do not speak up. We do not stand out. We wait till something happens, talk about how bad it is that it happened, and then thoughts and prayers and we go about our day. And that's why the police become more prevalent in our communities, because we don't say anything. And I hate to say it, it's prevalent in the black community. There used to be a time where you used to worry about your neighbor down the street. You used to worry about this person. You dare not walk past this person's house, because if you walk past this person's house and you're acting up, she is going to tear you a new one, take you to your family, and they're going to tear you a new one too. There used to be a time where there was a village that raised children. Now we don't do that. We're afraid of our children, right? And another situation that occurred in, uh, let me get to this article because I really want to get to it. It is extremely relevant. Um, I want to say it happened. Here we go. I got it right here. It happened in Pike County, right? A 14-year-old and a 12-year-old, two black juveniles, a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old were arrested for stabbing and shooting their mother to death, a brutal payback after they were punished for trying to run her over, another black mother, with uh, the family car, neighbors and officials in Mississippi said. The teen, Mariana Hall, I guess that's her name, and her younger sister were taken into custody Friday after deputies in Pike County responded to the family's mobile home in Magnolia, where Erica Hall, a 32-year-old mother of four, was found stabbed multiple times and shot once in the chest with a handgun, authorities said. Emergency workers tried to resuscitate, but the relatives found her bloodied outside in her home just minutes later, and she could not be saved. Here we go. And this is from the New York Post. That's nypost.com. Teen girl, 12-year-old, and sister arrested for brutally killing their mom. 
come on now. I am not one of those persons that will sit here and automatically state because the, the person is black, that they are a victim, that the person is white. That's because they're a racist and the suspect. I'm not one of those persons that tend to think that children can't kill. Those of you who are from Chicago, you know the name of Robert Yummy Sandifer, right? You know the name of the juvenile who was a member of the Black Disciple Street Gang who went around and is notorious for committing a bunch of acts and a bunch of killings. Was a little kid. And that's the one thing in America that we do. We automatically attribute the label of child to the label of victim or innocence, right? Those of us who have served overseas and served in the military, we know that children can be killers. We know this, right? So let's continue. Uh, one girl then pushes Bell in the back, barely shifting his balance. If you watch that video and you look at the clothes, you can easily see that the girl who pushed Bell was the girl who got struck. Because you can tell there, it's the same clothing that she's wearing, right? Here we go. As the girl walks towards Bell, right, he shoves her backward, sending her into a metal pole and nearly to the ground. So tell me if we're talking about using force. If I shove you backward, does that not show my desire to push you away? to create space between you and me so that I don't hit you because I know my capabilities. I know what I can do. And by the way, this article does not mention that he didn't walk up to her and pushed her. She was close to him. She was close to him. And the behavior of the girls that were around him were very supportive of her actions. Prior to the push, in essence, they were basically talking shit. Let's be real. Those of us who live in the black community, look, all of our girls don't act like that. All of our black men are not victims. All of our black men are not suspects. Wearing dreads doesn't mean you're automatically a suspect. Wearing a white t-shirt and baggy pants doesn't mean you're automatically a suspect. But when those in our community commit those kinds of behaviors, they make it easy for you to be profiled as such, even though you're not that thing that people perceive you to be. So you're responsible for your own image and the manner in which you want to be perceived. These are facts. OK, so all of our young girls don't have that fast mouth, but these girls that night did here we go uh he pushes her away and so by him pushing her away it's the get away from me you're too close and so what does she do let's read and then i'm going to tell you what really happened online records from the jail show that bell is six foot five inches tall and weighs about 250 pounds according to the asheville citizen times the, in the incident occurred around 7 p.m at the asheville mall right uh, they talk about how he's a Black Mountain resident, married with two children. They talk about how he is a piano teacher, okay? And they, that's great. I love music. Uh, they talk about how he was released from custody and could face 450 days in jail if convicted of the three misdemeanor charges filed against him. And that the Asheville Mall says the police responded immediately and the situation was diffused. It says nothing about him being racist, nothing about him being a violent man, Nothing about that at all. And after the push, if you watch the video, you will see 
that instead of her just playing victim, like she's trying to make herself out to be, and just walking away, staying in a child or a teenager's place against an adult, what does she do? She does what, unfortunately, some young people, because I'm not going to attribute this to just black folks, I'm going to say in general, some young people think they can play adult games and don't understand when you play adult games, you're going to get adult consequences. And what ends up happening? She walks up aggressively towards him with her fist balled up. She attempts to strike him where he moves and hits her and she hits and falls on the floor. He defended himself after being assaulted and reacted the way any person with that type of training and that type of mindset would do. Or even in the absence of training, his body reacted. So some of you are listening to this podcast like, how dare he say something like this? Doesn't he have females in his family? Didn't he say he have He has black girls in his family or daughters in his family. Absolutely. And to my daughters, I say this. Do not provoke someone. First of all, when I teach my classes self-defense, there's be, know, and do. Be who you are. Know yourself. Know that you don't fight. Know your capabilities. And even if you do fight, there's a reason why boxers stay in their class of weight. There's a reason why a cruiserweight or a lightweight fighter doesn't fight a heavyweight fighter. One, because while you may have the skills, you are out of your class and there is a place that you need to stay in and be in. You would never see Floyd Mayweather fighting Mike Tyson in his prime. Why? Because Floyd Mayweather is in a particular class. Mike Tyson is in a particular class. And so you stay in your lane. You have to know yourself and know your capabilities. If I know I'm small and this little girl, I may get into fights with people in my class, in my generation, in my age range, but I'm not going to deviate from that and fight this man I know is bigger than me. What if that man did not punch you back? What if you hit him and he just sat there and took the punch? Your punch was not going to be effective against him anyway. You could have damaged your hand. You got to know yourself. You got to be real with yourself about these things. You have to be. You have to be. And that's the problem. We're not real with ourselves about these things. You know you got the flip mouth. You know you shouldn't be talking this stuff. You pushed him first. And all of a sudden, to be nice to you, we want to talk about equal rights, equal fights. This type of behavior would have gotten a man knocked out. So I guess because you have a vagina, it's different. You have to understand, darling, chivalry does not exist in a lot of people. And when it comes down to your criminal record and self-defense, chivalry is dead. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your mouth to yourself. And I bet you, you will live to fight another day because regardless of whatever, whatever happens to this man and his record or the lack thereof, even in that, even in that, right? Even in that, you learn the lesson. Hopefully, 
because the pain or the, the rearrangement that may have to occur to the damage that was caused to you by his punch because of your inability to control yourself. See, as a certified anger management specialist, I teach this. 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 You have to learn to catch your anger before it gets out of hand. You have to learn to catch your anger before it gets out of hand. See, the thinking brain activates when you're calm and 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 you're not under any kind of stress or anything like that. But when you decide to operate in the amygdala, which is the part that controls four functions, fight, flight, freeze, and emotions, when you're in your emotions and you're trying to prove a point, when you're in your emotions and you're trying to, I think I can knock this guy out, when your thinking brain wants to tell you, hey, he's big, you can't knock him out, but you're not thinking. Because the thinking brain can't overpower the amygdala. See, that little part of your brain is extremely strong. And it'll get you to do stuff that realistically, you know you can't do. But you're not thinking about those things. You're just thinking about proving a point. Because you're in front of all your girls, all my sisters with me. Or even with guys and gangs, all my brothers with me. And then when those shots are fired, or when that punch is rang out, None of those girls came and attacked that man. They all ran. Oh, because they learned the lesson. Maybe we can't put ourselves in the dangerous propensities of this person and then claim that we were assaulted or claim negligence on the behalf of the attacker. This person pushed you away and showed you that they were not trying to get into a confrontation with you when he didn't have to push you. He could have just punched you outright. There is a meme out there right now that talks about Bernie Mac saying, if you are grown enough to talk back, you've grown enough to get fucked up. I watched the Kings of Comedy. Oh, did we laugh? Oh, did the audience laugh? Oh, but it's different now that it's a white man. It's different now that you were talking smack and you pushed him. And then when he pushed you back to create distance, you then made a choice. You made a choice to walk up towards him and got what comes with that choice. Whether it's right or wrong, good or bad, fair or unfair has nothing to do with the action. The action that took place subsequent to your choice. We got to start thinking, people. We got to start thinking. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hey, <laughs> go and uh, like my page, Mike Brown, okay, or Instructor Mike. I'm going to go live and I'm going to talk about this again later on today because I'm going to interact with my followers. And we're going to get into this conversation because this needs to be talked about. This needs to be talked about because when it happens in the black community where a black person smacks another black person because of a fight or a push, it doesn't garner this much media attention. See, This isn't a new phenomena because it's a white man with a black uh, young girl. We have situations like that that happen in our community. It happens in almost every community. The frequency of occurrence may be different, but it does happen. And so it's amazing how instead of learning the lesson of, first of all, analyzing, right, whether or not I should even do this to this man, 
who I know by sheer size alone is big and bad. We're going to go on ahead and attack this man for defending himself. I don't get it. Thank you all for listening to this podcast with On The Mic with Mike. And unlike some people's podcasts where they make it once every week, look, every time I have a situation or something I want to talk about, I'm going to make a podcast. So get your friends to like it. Get your friends to subscribe. Whatever the case may be, follow me on Facebook at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike. Follow me on Instagram at Sectracon. That's S-E-C-T-R-A-C-O-N. Sam Edward Charles, Tom Robert Adam Charles Ocean Nora. S-E-C-T-R-A-C-O-N. And uh, we'll talk some more a little bit later. Take care. Love you.